Good day, good evening. Uh, today is October 26th um, and it's uh, 1900 Greenwich Mean Time. And this is the PIVX uh, community chat on our Discord. And today we have a special, special guest and it's Hans Koning, uh, a new uh, member of the PIVX DAO. And uh, we are start. Uh, we have started recording this now. It's uh, only audio recording. Uh, Hans and myself have turned the uh, camera on. We'll see <laughs> how that works out. Okay. So the background of this chat is to get, give the uh, Pivix community a chance to ask all of their questions to Hans and. Uh, to uh, ask what all this is about. And uh, uh, Lisi has informed me that and also announced that she will give away some PIVX or PIV um, after the uh, voice chat. So please uh, check your DMs afterwards in case there you have been chosen to receive one of the four price small prices. Okay, so Hans, first of all, welcome to Pivix. Thank you. And uh, we are all very happy. And well, I think we are. I am very happy because I've uh, we've known each other uh, a little longer than uh, I'm in Pivix. Correct. We know each other from uh, the Digibyte community. Uh, where you had uh, started and were the w one of the three persons that started the Digibyte Foundation, and you were also the chairman of the Digibyte Foundation. So, who is Hans? What what would you like us to know about you? Well, not not that much, in all honesty. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first of all, thank you, uh, uh, Zigger, for uh, hosting this uh, this event, and uh, um, a warm welcome uh, to everyone. Um, I'm quite excited and quite happy to be here tonight uh, or this afternoon, depending on where you are, and uh, talk about PIVX and talk about decentralization, talk about the DAO, talk about us, uh, talk about the, the future, and and talk about the road ahead. We will all uh, travel together. So again, um, uh, thank you very much for uh, for having me. Um, so who am I? Yes, that's obviously one of the, one of the bigger uh, uh, questions, uh, which is always nice to start with. Well, my name is Hans. Um, I'm 60 years old, and I still actually am, am struggling a little to get that word 60 uh, uh, over my lips. Um, I was born in 62, so uh, in September I, I I turned 60, and funny enough. You know, the, the 50s was fine, 40s, 30s, but, but 60s, there's a certain ring to it I, I, I still need to get used to. But as everyone uh, tells me, 60 is the new 40. So, you know, let's, yeah. let's, let's go with that for the moment. Um, I live in Amsterdam. I have not always uh, lived in Amsterdam. I've always been a bit of a global citizen or, or, or climate refugee, if you like. Uh, depending on 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 weather, I'm I, I definitely love um, 
the warmer weather. So I spent a few years in Australia. Um, uh, also mm. spent some time in America. Love, uh, love Florida. Um, so yeah, I do travel around. Uh, and one of my first uh, jobs uh, uh, actually was for AT and T uh, in America. And oh, wow. um, that, funny enough, um, go coincided with the uh, the launch of the um, um, of the internet. And that made me sort of realize what the importance of technology is and what technology can do for us. And more importantly, that we also need to be very much aware of the role the technology can play in our lives. Yes, it's a great facilitator. Yes, it 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 really adds a lot of value to our life, but it also becomes a dominant factor in our lives. And um, I remember the first time I used I you know used the internet and and you know you could you punch in something and information could come up and that 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 was amazing. I remember that my um, my, my my cousin was with me and he was. Um, doing a project for school about Martin Luther King and you know with a few clicks we were absolutely we were actually able to retrieve uh, the, the I have a dream uh, speech and you know that was so amazing for all of us that that we were just you know sitting and then your other side of the screen bam you had all that information come to you that was that was amazing so all of a sudden we felt connected and we felt that that information was at the tip of your fingers and we could share uh, freely uh, information uh, uh, on the internet. Well, unfortunately, the internet turned out to be slightly different than than we all envisioned in in oh, the yeah. early 90s, and it it became a bit of a behemoth, if, if you like, with with you know with the fangs like like Facebook and Alphabet and uh, you know Netflix, Google, all, all the big companies, and that is actually part of the reasons that whole cyberpunk uh, uh, started with with also the road to decentralization. But I digress a bit. I'm talking, you asked, who am I? So my role uh, ever since I, I started in the early 90s in AT, uh, at AT&T has always been on the forefront of technology. And for me, technology has, has always been important. And in all honesty, I wasn't and am not that much concerned about the bits and the bytes and, and how it works. For me, it's important. What can I do with it? How does it... Uh, add value to my life and how can I make sure that I can use technology and and we can all share and benefit from it. That for me has always been the most important reason why I'm a fan uh, of technology. Some people can get really excited about code or or, or in uh, technological breakthroughs. For me, it's more about what can I as a user uh, benefit uh, from from technology. Yes. So that ultimately led quite uh, quite quickly to the road to blockchain when that became more common. And like most of you, I would imagine that my road to blockchain started via Bitcoin, getting a curiosity of what Bitcoin was and you know buying a Bitcoin. Yeah. In the days, you could still actually buy more than one Bitcoin, which was you know. Uh, uh, um, which is always a nice anecdote, I guess. But mm-hmm. um, then I also saw something in 2017 in the internet, uh, in blockchain, what we saw in the early days of internet, that um, I'm, I'm not saying scamming, but you know, ICOs, money grabbing. And I thought, yeah, that's not really what, what the blockchain should all be about. So that made me focus more and more on the decentralized aspect and become involved in in decentralization and become an advocate for decentralization which led me to uh, start the Digibyte Foundation and which ultimately now led me to uh, joining the, the PIVX uh, family. So it's a bit of a long-winded introduction from the the early days of the internet to where we are <laughs> now today in, uh, in PIVX. 
That's a nice uh, anecdote, and uh, or that's a, a nice uh, wrap up uh, of your history. And you mentioned the beginnings of internet, and then the uh, consumerism taking over of the internet. And I think we see a little of that in in blockchain too, right? So, so what is yeah? Maybe two questions that you are able to answer in one what is blockchain for you and what is decentralization for you okay yeah i, I think they're very much connected at, at least for me i know for some people they are, are, are totally different i see them as very connected and um for me if i had to answer it in one word for me it's 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 philosophy it's an approach uh, it has become an approach uh, to life um and it, i think it's important that that we live in a in a world in, in in the Western world where we celebrate personal freedoms, where we celebrate democracy, but we can also see that our very core um, uh, freedoms have become uh, under pressure and have been been jeopardized a little. And it's not just in America or Canada or the United Kingdom or the Netherlands or the Scandinavian countries. That is a, a global phenomenon that that things we took for granted in the 80s and the 90s are now sometimes uh, becoming issues we need to think about and we need to defend. So, uh, for me, decentralization and blockchain is is for me a tool or a way to engage in a new form of society where where values of of the personal value like self sovereignty um, become uh, important and become a tool where you can take much more control over your own life and and disintermediate your life and with this inter intermediate um, i mean that that our life is so connected and let's say if if i transfer uh, ten dollars via a bank account that goes via six seven sometimes even eight different banks uh, are involved in that transaction um and all banks do a certain um check on that process uh, require information uh, and yet I don't know who they are, uh, but they need to know who I am and they need to know part of of my uh, my existence. And that doesn't always feel uh, feel right and it doesn't always feel the way it should be. And, you know, one of the the advantages of, of being, you know, an old father in his 60s is mm -hmm. that I also remember how life was in the 1960s. And the 1960s was for me, my childhood was, you know, um, all the back doors uh, in, in the street were, were open. You could walk into every household. You knew everyone and you settled things uh, face to face with one with one person that didn't go via all sorts of intermediaries. And I, I feel that, that there's a sense of of that that sentiment coming back in society where people want to take more control over their own life. Uh, sustainability, for instance, self-sufficiency, self-reliance. People want to generate their own energy. People want to grow their own produce. People want to take control of their own life. Um, it's, right. it's something that, to an extent, I, I grew up with in the 60s. And for me, I'm not saying that blockchain is in that sense a deja vu or, or something I, I long back to. But for me, uh, decentralization and blockchain is is a way in which we can shape and form uh, a new society because wholeheartedly, unfortunately, I need to say that democracy is at the end, as, as democracy as we currently know it, 
is an is at the end of its life cycle and we need something new to replace that in which we can secure um, and protect individual values and i think that decentralization and blockchain for me is a uh, alternative that has a lot of value to create and shape that future wonderful yeah i'm i'm uh, totally with you there and uh, i'm sure many people long for for a new beginning whatever that may be uh, we don't know yet but yeah, yeah. Well, you know, just to make sure that that doesn't mean that i'm i i think that democracy is is you know we should get, uh, get rid of democracy no far from it on the contrary i'm i'm a staunch uh, advocate for individual freedoms and for democracy uh, but they also see that certain democratic values of equal representation for instance um uh, and you know let, let's go let's go in, in in any country you know if 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 50 percent of the people show up to vote you know we think oh that's a great turnout no that's 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 sad it's pathetic you know it, it should be easily 70 80 percent you know why do people don't bother to show up and vote anymore i mean that is such right. a, a bad signal that we need to do something to change and, and create involvement but also uh, uh, ensure our, our civil liberties, and 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 that's that is a junction we're going uh, towards at the moment. And I I do believe that blockchain can play an important role in that. Just to make sure that you know I I it, it, it is because of my love and my passion for democracy and for individual freedoms um, that I become passionate um, and an advocate for decentralization. Um, okay, so. A new beginning in in uh, democracy and PIVX uh, with its governance uh, model, and uh, you showing up a PIVX as a as a privacy coin. You show yourself your face here, and how does that work out? Many people were uh, in, in the past years were very reluctant with showing their faces, understandably. Yeah. Um, and, and so that was one of the reasons why PIVX might or might not have had uh, too many outward faces. So now uh, we've uh, talked before and you would like to be an outward face for PIVX. What does that mean for you? Yeah, well, you know, th this is a mask. You know, underneath this is, is, a, is the body and the face of a gorgeous 20-year-old man with an athletic body. Uh, oh, sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I get your comment um, and, and your mm -hmm. question uh, um, uh, very well. And I, I think just a little step back, if I may, to to Digibyte and the Digibyte Foundation. Yes. Um, one of the the important thing, one of the the downsides of a decentralized uh, project uh, like Pivx or like Digibyte or Litecoin is that that there's no necessarily someone in charge. You know, there is not there's not a CEO who's appointed. And we all believe in that concept. We believe in that principle. We subscribe to the idea of not having a CEO uh, because we are uh, advocates for decentralization. However, and there's the downside is that that also means that you not always can respond or engage or interact with, with your community or with stakeholders that could actually help you boost in the development of your project. Um, so that is one of the things that led us to develop the Digibyte Foundation. And I see a similar uh, phase 
life cycle where Pivx is in that I think, you know, the, the technology is great, the project is great, you got a proven track record, you know exactly what it can uh, and how it can add value. And it is actually, it's battle tested. It's been around for many years. Um, and um, so there's no, no issues uh, there. Um, however, um, if Pivx had chosen uh, for, an, for, an, for an ICO many years ago, you know, I think we could all agree to the fact that the market cap of, of Pivx would be different today. Uh, um, and that's, that's, that's one of the downsides of being of one of the compromises we choose, we elect to take for being decentralized. So one of the things you can do is still make sure that you actually have, I wouldn't say a face to talk to, but but someone who is willing to say, well, you know, this is Pivx, this is us, us as a community, right? I'm not talking about me, I'm talking about us. This is us as a community. This is what we as a decentralized project stand for. This is what we believe in. This is how we add value to the ecosystem. And I think that's that's important to have someone, and, um, and preferably plural, who can actually advocate and take uh, take that role and step up to to uh, to outlets and to media and to talk about what Pivx uh, is all about and how it adds value to the ecosystem and how it actually deserves a significant place in the ecosystem. Um, you can do that via foundation. You can do that via you know many roles you like. But it mm-hmm. is important that uh, a decentralized project not necessarily is is in that sense faceless or totally anonymous. You can still make that compromise that someone can actually speak on behalf of and, and representing the community. And and that would be a role I would definitely like to, to take up in PIVX uh, to do that ambassadorial uh, advocative uh, work for PIVX to make sure that people are knowledgeable about PIVX and are educated about PIVX and actually join our community. Yeah. That's great. So you uh, named the uh, Pivx Foundation. Um, Pivx Foundation hasn't been uh, too much in the uh, in the front row uh, lately, and you have. Uh, it's not long time ago you you joined, uh, 26 days, uh, and yep. of which you happened to be uh, on vacation too, <laughs> which is totally okay. So have you had any time to uh, think about the Pivx Foundation and, and how you would like to get active there? Yes, well, I, I, absolutely. And But, but first of all, um, the foundation is not about me, right? The foundation is a representation of us all together collectively as a community in Pivx. Um, and within the foundation, you can have people who sort of, you know, do certain tasks, uh, organize certain things or facilitate part of the process, but you never do something individually or singly. It is always as a representation of the community as a whole. You know, that, that's, I just want to get that uh, clear straight from, straight from the go, that, that I am not the foundation. We all are the foundation. We are the community. We are PIVX. That's decentralization. Yeah, I, I might be someone who can speak on behalf of, of that, but it's not that I am the foundation. That also means that I will not decide what 
the foundation should look like or what changes of course of action should be taken that is something that we collectively as a community decide on mm-hmm. um and that introduces actually quite an interesting phenomenon and and you know i don't want to be uh, too much of the professor but there's 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 an interesting phenomenon and that's called Vili's paradox and uh Vili, um, that's his first name and his last name is is virtually unpronounceable so that's why the name was given to Vili rather than his last name um he describes the phenomenon in decent in decentralization is that if a project is fully decentralized then ultimately nothing will happen and the project is doomed to fail on the other hand if you have someone who is actually taking charge of things and is actively individually doing stuff then you are no longer decentralized hence Mm -hmm. the paradox and also in 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 digibyte in bitcoin uh, um, um, bitcoin or litecoin you and in pivx you have that phenomenon that that you know sometimes we're, we're waiting for each other and and i think in psychology it's called the bystander syndrome right if there's an accident happen or someone is drowning and 50 people are looking the chance of someone jumping into the water to rescue is extremely low with 50 people if there's only one person, the chance is significantly high that that person would actually jump in the water and rescue. So mm. the bystander syndrome is also a bit of an issue we can have in, in decentralization. So long story short is that, you know, I might have certain ideas about it and I think we can engage and, and, and rekindle the Digibout Foundation, but it's not something I would exclusively do myself or do on my own accord. That is a community initiative and that is something we all discuss we all talk about uh, mm-hmm. and then we execute wonderful looking forward to that process um i haven't really actually 100 um, percent answered your question your question is what do you think we should do well i would like to see that the foundation forms a bridge to to the outside world if you like um as i said earlier i think it's important that a decentralized project is still able to communicate and let know what its place in the ecosystem is and well and what value it can add um, as an individual project and why it is an important and and and, and significant project. Um, that is something I think the foundation could play uh, an important an important uh, a role uh, in, and also interact and engage with. Um, with external stakeholders, um, for instance, if yeah, if, if if you want to, let's say you want to do business with with Bitcoin, now, who, mm-hmm. who, who do you call? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not that, not not that Bitcoin will be my first choice, uh, you know, for for a lot of reasons to have a partnership with Bitcoin. But you know, the sheer fact that it's so decentralized, um, that is very hard to engage uh, with external uh, with the community. Well, that's that's also a missed opportunity quite often, and uh, I do see that 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 privacy will become one of the most crucial issues in the next couple of years. So obviously, if you combine that with the with the fact that blockchain will um, uh, take a grow a greater role and position, uh, not only in the uh, techno- technological ecosystem but in society uh, as a whole, I think it's important that we make sure that we have. Um, an instrument in place that can actually uh, interact and engage 
um, with with external stakeholders a lot easier than it's often goes for decentralized projects. So that would definitely be a role I would love to see for the um, uh, for the foundation. Secondly, um, I think it would be a nice place where the community can 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 gel together, voice ideas, table suggestions. Um, uh, interact and engage with each other uh, and make sure that we um, not only um, listen to all the voices within, in, in, in the community um, but also try to distill those voices into uh, a, a strategy or a direction that we could actually develop it in PIVX. I see. Very interesting. And uh, since you are uh, an advocate for also uh, for Web3, uh, how does that come in there? Well, Web3 is, is, um, is an interesting development. And from a decentralized perspective, um, I think Web3 was something we've all been waiting for. Right? It's, it's an open source uh, technology. Um, it has a permissionless access uh, and it has a trustless access. So that also means that I can rely on the fact that I have access to the technology uh, and that people grant me that access that um, and that I don't need special permissions in order to engage uh, in the Web3 world. Um, the metaverse being an, um, an, a clear example uh, of that. Um, but but even in, um, in Web3, I think there's, um, um, there's a concern that Web3 uh, is decentralized because with decentralization, for instance, it's not always able to uh, respond to negative qualities or to moderation, for instance. Um, so some people have a concern, although everyone sees a lot of advantages for, for Web3 being open source and permissionless access, it also means that you know you can create a free format where where any you know Tom, Dick and Harry can can say uh, anything and everything they want. Um, okay. Um, so that that could be a concern. So um, from a decentralized perspective, yes, I'm uh, a big fan for for Web3, and I see that there's a development um, that uh, uh, is actually in line uh, of what we as a society do. Uh, and also, when you look at at you know one of the big showcases for Web3, the the, the metaverse, um, we have you know just look look at the pictures here, for instance, right? You, we all see 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 avatars. Yeah, you know, that's that's that's. You know, just look at, at at the chat list. Who's who's all here? I I, I all see see avatars uh, who engage uh, in um, in in the metaverse uh, in a certain expectation of privacy. Well, that is precisely where where Pivx uh, could actually play a crucial uh, role and a very important uh, role. So yeah, yeah, I do believe that Web three is a great development um, within, within early days. I mean, even blockchain itself is in early days, and I also believe that Web3 yeah. is in its early days. But if you look at the potential, for instance, of a phenomenon like uh, like the metaverse, where we can have our alternate characters and we can engage 24-7 everywhere, anyhow, uh, in any which way we want, um, I think it's, um, it, it's, 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 it's a great addition, it's a great development. Um, but there are definitely certain concerns that that might arise, but that is no reason not to de not to develop and not to engage in the technology. 
right? I think that the, 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 the stupidest thing you can do is halt or curb a technology uh, just for the sheer fact that, you know, there might be concerns or reasons. Um, never if, worked, right? It never works. I mean, that mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's the, the greatest killer for innovation is regulator. And, uh, you know, we see that, um, we see that with the development of crypto and, and, and blockchain technology. You know, regulators want to say, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a great idea, but, uh, okay, let's, let's show we kill, um, we kill decentralization, we kill privacy, uh, we make sure that uh, all that uh, terrorist uh, funding malarkey and all that that money money laundering, uh, uh, and you know you need to resign all the privacy. Um, yeah, then uh, then it might be something we could use, uh, preferably in the form of a central banking digital currency. Oh yeah, <laughs> oops, <laughs> he said it. <laughs> And, and that would be, yeah, that would be the possible, the worst possible outcome. Um, I'm not saying that central banking digital currencies are bad. It, it's not something that our decentralized blockchain community uh, uh, has in mind as the direction we should go. Centralized it will automatically lead to uh, black markets, I'm sure. Yeah. Or, uh, Eric, did I hear you say something? I all I said was two words: centralized, decentralized. <laughs> CBDCs are just dead in the water because the first word is centralized. Correct. I mean, it's yeah. Well, the good thing is they're not hiding it, right? So they're not hiding it in. in, uh, But you know, a a, a central bank, yeah, coming with a currency uh, and and then say, oh, we're going to use a decentralized technology. I mean, it's 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 yeah, it's 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 a train wreck waiting to happen. Uh, Totally. Like, let's face it, blockchain is very. It's a very inefficient expensive database to set up privately right why would you you would never design a database that way if you just were centralized you you would just use a big mysql server and done yeah but yeah, uh, yeah they yeah. don't get it yeah no but even even the sheer effect of real relying of of of, of nodes uh, in in the network for the for the sustainability of of, of your network i mean that that is is an alien concept to um, uh, to anyone who works in a banking system, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, I um, I feel the age. I forgot what I wanted to say. Um, uh, let me think. Um, privacy. I had privacy. Oh, yeah, thanks for the, the link of the video. Sorry to interrupt you, but I'm I'm quickly looking at the chat and yeah, um, uh, uh, video. Just, uh, uh, a, a nice video link which I will look. Uh, which I will uh, look at uh, at later. Yeah, and uh, maybe we can. You know what? While while Sige is trying to gain his train of thought back, uh, Hans, I wanted to give you a quick story. I was at a charity event where people were donating some money. Obviously, it's a charity, and as a networking uh, opportunity, there was some bankers there, investment brokers, that kind of stuff, right? And uh, um, you know, I'm the new guy, so they showed up to try and like win my business, and. Uh, as soon as I announced I was a crypto guy, you're wasting your time on me. Um, you know, the guy just shook his head and he says, how can you trust that? How can you trust crypto? And that's when I explained, I said, trust is involved when you have two people. I need to trust you. I don't need to trust crypto. Crypto is one plus one equals two. I don't trust that. I just know that. Trust is, that's what trustless means in crypto. And you could just see his mind was blown. All of a sudden he realized, oh, shit. Oops. <laughs> I opened Pandora's box. <laughs> That's a funny story. That's a funny anecdote. And and you now the whole concept of of 
Trustless Trust. Uh, Kevin Wenbach was on the first one who, 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 who wrote about that. Um, uh, trustless Trust. Yeah, that's that's what, what, what blockchain is. And and um, a lot of people are struggling, um, like like your banker uh, uh, friends in, in your story, to, to wrap your brains around it, uh, you know, what it means. And that actually the trust is the killer's heel in the in the old system. He, he, I think he, he tried a second attempt to win me over. And I said, look, I trust that even if I buy a mutual fund you recommend, it goes negative one year, you will still get your 2% management fee. <laughs> That's right. And then he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no <Yeah>. commission. <laughs> uh, what you, uh, you, both of you guys uh, just said, uh, show me and that's what my thought that i uh dropped for a moment education is key right many people still see everything related to uh, like eric uh, just showed us uh, everything related to blockchain and cryptocurrencies is something bad it is not like the more you understand and that will be a pretty good key for the future too education about this and privacy and blockchain uh, will be very important. Absolutely, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because you know I think we sort of I sort of mentioned it a little. Um, but if, if you look at, at elements, I think we as the whole ecosystem in in, in blockchain phase, um, education being one, uh, engaging and and um, uh, and interacting with your community is is two, and the third one for me uh, would be um, you know. Talk to your talk to your stakeholders and have that 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 outward phase, um, and that's where I think a foundation could actually play an important uh, role. Uh, and I think outreach uh, and education uh, mm-hmm. is an extremely important uh, issue. And you like to think often that oh, you know, we understand the technology, we know what it does, and um, um, and all that. But you, you need we need to understand that that we here, even here tonight, are actually light years ahead um, of, 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 of the pack. And we still find it very hard to understand that, that there is so, so few people are in the blockchain um, and so few people understand it and so few people are actually willing to talk about it and, and educate and make sure that, that we are all uh, uh, connected uh, because we constantly are but, but that comes back to my original question of what should a foundation do? Uh, education and outreach is for me an important issue. Engage the community and interact with the community and get clarity on who what we are and what we stand for. And that outward facing towards stakeholders, those are the three components. But yeah, thanks for bringing up education, Zika, because that's an extremely important uh, component, in my view, uh, for any project. Uh, and it's also an Achilles heel because we tend to um, we tend to forget that we are actually quite advanced already in the life cycle of blockchain. Uh, and personally, I still feel I'm scratching the surface, but compared to the rest of the world, we're actually much better. Hans, there's an opportunity there too, right? Because from a business absolutely, development absolutely. view, from a business development view, I'm I'm working with a platform that that is on on track to have half a million users. And they want to develop a, an education arm. 
and uh, you know they want to use Pivx in different ways. But and you know to be honest, it's it's very early in the business development cycle. The deal probably could fall through, but whatever. Yeah. The point is, is yeah. they have this education system they want, and they want to include crypto, and, and they would love obviously if somebody does all the work for them. So if we had you know the right team that could put together a crypto project neutral explanation of what certain terms are, how to purchase crypto, uh, perhaps the trust list topic we just talked about, um, you know, those kinds of videos and, and small bite-sized chunks. And yeah. maybe we've, maybe the only mention of Pivx is a Pivx logo in the, you know, in the bottom corner or something like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. that would, you know, and, and then we could redo the exact same video, perhaps with our own overlay, our own watermarks to give more branding to Pivx, but to have yeah. like a neutral version that they could, that would that would help them. That would help us. It'd be a win-win, right? And it would yeah, help the market. Correct. It's like a, yeah. a rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah. Right? Correct, correct, Eric. Well, actually, I, I I dare to go one step further, and I I honestly think that that a lot of people are not even aware of the aspect of privacy and the importance and relevance of privacy and what privacy for role will play in the next couple of years. Um, and you know, we, we're talking about being part of a solution, um, but I, I, I dare to say that that there is still a lot of education to be done for people, making people aware of the problem. Um, and you know, not that I like to, you know, burden people with problems, but you know, it, it's awareness uh, is definitely uh, a, a big issue. Right, exactly. Very big point. Let me take the opportunity to ask uh, around. Is there anyone of our guests would, that would like to have some questions for Hans? Come on, do your work. Hard ones? Do your question. <laughs> when moon. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a question. Okay. Um, so, Hans, you mentioned, like, you know, the... Um, kind of stumbling it seems of democracy right now and that that's true and cryptocurrency can play a role in fixing that and certainly just fixing the money is a big step in that direction but what else could cryptocurrency do to to fix that you know are there are there other roles that cryptocurrency could play how do you envision cryptocurrency like holistically helping with uh, governance going forward one of the things i'm 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 so passionate but i yeah let's call it a little, a little passionate about is what's called savocracy and savocracy is, is is a very nice word of 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 civil liberties and democracy and uh personal engagement for instance in um in day-to-day -day life or engagement in decision making is 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 really at an all-time low people don't go to the polls People don't like politicians. People don't trust politicians, uh, and I, I honestly think that's that's really sad. And when you know, again, a little step back to my own um, uh, childhood. Um, in when I grew up, you know, you, you could trust a policeman, you could trust a, uh, a school teacher, you could trust a doctor, you could trust a notary, you could trust a lawyer. Um, trust was. Trust was given, was often often very naively, uh, but trust was more or less a given. Um, and I, I believe that blockchain technology can help um, uh, getting part of that participatory uh, involvement back 
from society back uh, in society. And, you know, referendums, for instance, the Swiss go to the polls regularly to vote on, on, on major topics. And, you know, a lot of countries still laugh about it. Um, they say, ah, oh, you know, we, we have elected officials to do that. Well, <laughs> the we Swiss do a lot of things than usually, right? Correct. Correct, and we, we we sometimes see what that that leads to, and and you know you, you cannot go to the polls for everything, but having a system in which you could engage with the community and ask for for a show of hands or ask you know is this a stupid idea should we go in this direction you know that that I believe is um, um, is is really important um, uh, to to have uh, because we've got so many challenges and it's not just about democracy it's about um energy it's about our food it's about our oil dependency there's so many uh housing uh refugee crisis there's so many issues currently we're facing in which we need to make significant and really important changes and i i would i would dread that that if all these decisions are being made by by the elected officials that you know a lot of those decisions are not necessarily supported uh, by the by us, the public, and that could lead to to chaos, perhaps anarchy, or you know, definitely some sort of disruption. So, civocracy would be um, uh, the monetary system uh, reshaping the monetary system. I think is important. Yes, uh, civocracy could be a great uh, uh, tool, um, but also, for instance, if you look at at healthcare, um, you know. All the, the your, your personal health records are, are in, in electronic version. Um, almost everyone and anyone in the hospital can look at those records. Um, uh, is that necessary? Is that relevant? Is that needed? Uh, often it is not. So self-sovereignty would actually uh, give me much more tools in which I could say, well, this information is relevant for you to have. I give you access to that. Uh, secondly, not always is it important to provide people with information in order to arrive to a certain decision or engage in certain action. That's called zero knowledge proof. Right? That's also why do you need to see my passport in order to know that I'm Hans Kooning? That's not always needed. You don't need to own a copy of my passport in order to say that I'm Hans Kooning. There are other ways to do so. So, um, so in, in that sense, I believe there are, are many ways that, that blockchain uh, um, can help us um, come to a different structure in our society and cryptocurrency as either as a mean of, of token or engaging in an, uh, in an interaction can definitely play uh, an, important, uh, 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 an important part in that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, thanks. My pleasure. Okay, great. More questions. I had a quick question. I, um, thanks, Hans, for this. It's been very, very useful, I think, for me. Um, this, this is Thank Nigel. Um, Hi, Nigel. A question I had, I know that you had uh, previously known Siggy B for a while. I'm curious what attracted you to PIVX um, beyond that. Were there any features or characteristics? There are several blockchains, several privacy coins out there. What what maybe specifically did you see in PIVX that um, struck your interest? And sort of related to that, and you, you sort of answered this, um, the application. So, you know, when you're, you're looking right now at, okay, where, where should we be going? Where should energy be spent? Um, there's energy for you on the advocacy side of, you know, how you want to approach that. But there's also energy of 
where you think the project should be going to, um, you know, maybe what what applications should it be focusing on trying to enable? Okay, those are three questions, I think, Nigel, but I'll try to answer all three of them. Uh, um, so what drew me to, uh, to PIVX? Um, well, the money, I mean, uh, I was made an offer I couldn't refuse. Uh, you know, it was like an, an, a transfer like Ronaldo, millions and millions and millions. No, obviously, that's that's uh, that's far. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's only a joke, of course, uh, because we live in a decentralized world. So that's that's not it. Um, what what drew me to PIVX? Um, well, I, I was aware of the project for, for, for many years. So it, it, it's not that it, it, it came on my radar recently that, OK, this is nice. Let's go there. Um, I was um, uh, in, invited for a little uh, chat on, on, on a Wednesday night one, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I was asked to talk a little about decentralization in, in general and, and, and what my ideas was. And now, lo and behold, at the end of that, um, uh, that chat, someone, uh, you know, some, some smart aleck made a comment, so why did you go to Pivx? Um, and that's more or less how it, uh, how it got started. Um, and I was definitely um, uh, open to that uh, to that suggestion. But um, what I think is is important, um, and what draws me to Pivx are, are, I think, two reasons. Three reasons. First of all, it's 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 a project that that um, exists for many years, has proven its its value. Um, uh, that's important. Um, secondly, is obviously a de decentralized community, which I find uh, extremely important. Um, but it's also, I'm not saying a struggling um, uh, a community, um, because that would be extremely dismissive of me to say. So that's not what I'm saying. But it's it's a project that doesn't get the recognition it, in my eyes, should deserve. Uh, so there's there's work to be done and that there's room to improve. Um, and thirdly, I think the most important aspect is that I see privacy as as one of the the key issues uh, for the next few years. And with my background uh, in decentralized projects and being an advocate for self-sovereign identity and zero knowledge proof, I think a project like Pivx is is actually very well suited and um, situated and catered to be part of that be part of that solution um, so that that more or less uh, Niger was for me the perfect storm of the three ways in uh, in, in joining Pivx. Um, where I see Pivx headed uh, or what aspect of, of technology um, we should focus on um, obviously the P for privacy would be an important uh, one um, but also, I think it's important to demonstrate that we are not a money laundering coin. Um, I think it's important to demonstrate that uh, privacy is one thing. Um, and um, I, I think that what I'm trying to say is that regulators would have a certain specific focus or an additional focus uh on coins that promote privacy or make it easier to uh, shield uh, certain information um that is also an educational role for pivx to say what our position what our view is 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 on that so that would definitely be uh an aspect i think would we, we need to 
uh, address. Um, but but again, uh, for me, it would be important to promote the privacy aspect and also make sure that um, it is understood uh, in the wider uh, ecosystem. Uh, so getting the the name Pivx out and what 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 Eric also said, you know, educate towards what what it is that Pivx can do. Uh, that for me would be the most crucial parts uh, uh, to focus on at the moment. Uh, but one aspect perhaps is I I do see a great ap- opportunity in Web three. Uh, I am a believer in in the metaverse. Um, I if I am in a metaverse, I do all only see avatars of 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 of, of characters, people shielding the privacy. Um, so also being uh, being available and and being a um, a viable option and uh, payment solution in a metaverse. That is definitely something I would like to 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 focus our technology on. Not missing that boat. Oh, thank you. Great, great answers. And you know, I couldn't agree with you more on um, on privacy. I think there's an opportunity for, for PIVX to help shape the dialogue around privacy. Absolutely. 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 It is, it has, there's a stigma, a unfortunate stigma around privacy and privacy coins right. yeah. that needs to be rectified in the in the public space. And I think that, that you know, that's a great area for PIVX to contribute. Right. Thank you. And Nigel Lennon. I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I see one question in the chat uh, from Wanzetti. Uh, uh, luckily in English, so I, I can answer it. Uh, Hans, what would be the most important thing to improve at this moment in the Pivx DAO? I think engagement and interaction. I, th- I think that's that 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 will be it. Engage the community, interact as a community, and create a voice as a community. Mm-hmm. That would be the most important thing I I, I would say. Because the foundation is a vehicle, right? Nothing more, nothing less. What I was going to say uh, earlier was that the um, definition of Web3 is kind of different depending who you talk to. It's still kind of being formulated. But one common thing I see in each definition is that you control your own data Correct. instead of it being siloed somewhere. So yeah. that's, you know, to get back to the Web3 discussion, that's why I think Pivx is perfectly positioned because... You know, if I'm in a metaverse and I want to prove I've sent something to somebody, you know, very many, there are a whole lot of factors in the metaverse, but, you know, there's, there's going to be transfer of value in there. It's going to be, it's going to be there somewhere uh, and, you know, everywhere. Um, you're, yeah. you're going to want to be able to prove that you made that transfer of value. So maybe then it's going to be a situation where you, you want a transparent address, uh, right. but you're also going to want to either as an individual shield all that, or there's going to be cases where you don't want it public that you made that transfer. Right. So it supports Web3 in that you control your data. Right. So this is an opportunity to, um, as as, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce your username, but Nigelon11, that's that's one way to, like, change the narrative of privacy is not about, you know, illegal, shady things. It's about protecting your own data. Right. 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 Correct, and that's and and you know self-sovereign identity. Um, you know, we, we, I mentioned a few, a few words, and um, th- that's another thing that we also need to educate, you know, the, the broader ecosystem for. You know, what, what is self-sovereign identity, and why is it important, and what's the relation of self-sovereign identity? You being in control of your identity, and you deciding who gets what um, and when. Um, uh, is such an important component of, of privacy and why it so nicely gels and comes together in PIVX. 
And I'd like to uh, take a point that you uh, mentioned when you were in our first uh, voice chat a few months ago. If I remember correctly, you mentioned that uh, PIVX could add more of pride in a good way to yeah. the community. Yeah. And maybe that has something to do with the um, what Nigel mentioned with the uh, stigma about around privacy coins. And that some people say, oh, proof of stake, that's not the real thing. And um, yeah. it's... Yeah. Let's just be proud of what it is, right? And what PIVX has been here since 2016, and it survived everything what went on in the market, and it's still there without ICO, without CEO, without anything. So that's something really big to be proud of. And I think we it's okay to show that. In, in, in all respects, that a lot of blockchain projects, and PIVX is no exception to that, um, are a bit nerdy. And I, I mean that in a really nice and positive way. Uh, I mean that in the sense of there's a strong focus on technology uh, because technology is the backbone. Uh, you know, without the te technology and without the code, there wouldn't be any PIVX. So it is an important component, but it also means that it has an internal focus. Um, and that's what I mean. Sometimes, you know, you need to, okay, the backbone is there. Okay, now we can build on the rest. Um, and uh, so that's why the, the you know, shake of that, that, that nerdiness. And, and again, I mean it in the most positive way, uh, because I honestly find it a, a really good trait for people to be, to be modest. Uh, rather than you know stand on the roof and shout yeah I'm I'm the greatest I'm the biggest um, mm. you know Muhammad Ali could do that um, we as a project do not um, but we do need to find a way that we actually get our message across and make sure that we uh, are not too shy and not you know sitting too 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 far behind right so Magellan has a uh, question here how are how is your thought about to get more adoption is a mobile app important? Well, um, two, it's it's two questions. Uh, um, ado adoption, adoption or adaptation? You know, I, you know, I, I I'm I'm still struggling with which which. But mobile, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I think most people are uh, definitely more focused on on, on mobile. Uh, so mobile is mobile app is is, is an important uh, component for sure. And we have uh, uh, the. Uh... My PIVX wallet that JS Kitty is very active in, which yeah. is as good as a mobile app. But yeah, sorry. I mean, there, are, there are some third-party apps too. But mm. I, I, I think what Smaganon is saying, what about Shield on mobile? Um, there was one other part of the question I'd like to answer first, if I may, uh, and, and that's um, um, uh, adaptation. Adaptation is, 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 is not something you get. It's a result of. And um, it's a result of input. And there are... I think two or three components of what adaptation is. You need to have a technology, uh, you need to have an application, uh, and you need to have a, have a community that uses it. Um, and if I look at, at PIVX, then technology, check. Application, check. Community, almost check. Right? So, and, and that's where we need to, to focus on and that, that, that outgoing, uh, make sure that we get the message across of uh, what it is we are, where we stand for and how we can add value to the ecosystem. So that is, again, that's that educational part. Uh, so I think uh, two or three components for, for adaptation. 
uh, are, are definitely there, and they are the most important ones. Um, it, it's 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 um, it doesn't mean that you can now lean back as a developer. No, because the landscape is changing constantly uh, and is evolving constantly. So you also need to uh, update and, and and progress with your project constantly. Um, um, but um, I think as far as adaptation is concerned, a, a lot of the uh, ingredients uh, are already there. So I'm, I'm definitely favorable uh, and optimistic when it comes to that. Wonderful. More questions. Okay. Let me take a look at my paper. I wonder if we already, or if you, Hans, already answered that question. I, uh, just in case, uh, what, where do you see the challenges for the ecosystem in general and, uh, and for PIVX? In particular, um, not the ecosystem in general. I think the big uh, uh, issue is still is still uh, adaptation uh, and uh, regulatory ambiguity. And you now, regulatory ambiguity is a bit of a difficult uh, term, but it means there's uncertainty as to how crypto is being regarded by regulators. Uh, is it going to be banned? Is it going to be allowed? Uh, and if so. Which project is allowed? Which project is banned? Um, uh, so the regulatory ambiguity is is is, is a big issue in general uh, that still hangs over the market. You know, every um, every couple of months, you know, we're getting this this um, uh, Twitter um, uh, panic about uh, oh China is banning the Bitcoin. Ah! <laughs> Everyone is running for the hills, and the Bitcoin drops to a, a, another low. Right? We every couple of months we have that. Um, but it, it shows how uncertain the market is uh, and how um, how far the market is still also um, linked to um, to the financial uh, representation of a token. Um, mm -hmm. And that's um, you know if 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 the the market tanks, you know projects are bad. Boom. That's and the adaptation goes out of the window. It's it's unfortunately still as simple as that. Uh, so the regulatory ambiguity uh, is 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 a big issue in my in my opinion. Um, it second one is that also um, the um, we need to professionalize more as an as an ecosystem. And I do see that uh, happening uh, more and more. Uh, the aspect of governance, for instance, you know, which is sort of my thing, and decentralization um, uh, is taken more and much more serious. And mm -hmm. you know, personal experience, um, the other day I, I got approached by a recruiter uh, to work on a um, project for a financial company uh, working on governance and, and, and decentralization and, and blockchain technology. And the, the, the package they were offered was absolutely amazing. So, you know, the professionalization is coming. So mm -hmm. we do see that that actually shifting. So that's good. Uh, the, the uncertainty is in, in the market. Um, financial success is, is, is still an issue. But we do uh, see professionalization. And that to me shows that uh, blockchain is here to stay. So that is, is really a good, oh, yeah. uh, a, a good thing. Uh, so that's what I see in general in the market. Um, what I see for PIVX, um, and that's also, you know, to me, is, is the regulatory uh, uh, uncertainty. Will regula regulators say, well, PIVX, Monero, yeah, that's, that, that can happen. Yeah, without understanding technology, it could actually um, put a big damper on, uh, on, on things, unfortunately. Yeah, 
but then of course how will they practically stop it uh, that's that's another question yeah but yeah well my might take a long way well i i, I quickly seen it shared a couple of comments about you know uh, esc20 compatibility and 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 rap pivx and that comes back to the question uh nigel on 11 asked uh, you know what what type of technology do you think we should focus on well wrapping is is is, is definitely something i could could uh see a lot of value for um doesn't mean i'm i'm in favor for it and it, it, it's not something i have given a lot of thought on uh, uh yet but that that could be it, it's an issue it's yeah I, I see that eric also mentioned the liquidity pool yeah that's that's it, that's it, a big it might issue. be uh, an opportunity for a third party who wants to make some money right. to work through the pivx foundation to provide that liquidity pool because they see the risk they can handle the risk they're not an individual they want to make an extra return and yeah. uh, they're okay knowing that sometimes they're going to lose, uh, but that you know they they can weather those storms, and then through the pro, the Pivx Foundation, they you know they can they can make that all happen. Then it turns out to be a win-win, right? Correct. Right. A third party could oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, I was just going to say a third party could actually fund the creation of the liquidity pool by selling yeah. the wrapped tokens. Correct. That's that's the big win there. Just. The creator mm. of the wrapped token. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not against wrap piv. I'd love to see wrap piv. It's just that it would be nice. You know, we never had an ICO, and we don't want to have an ICO. So no, because that's that was my concern. You know, being a decentralized project and 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 running and operating and owning a liquidity pool. That 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 you know that I I, I see as as something that that is not going to be doable, easy. I don't know. I see I see a lot of issues there. It, it could be a third party, though, just like right. how it's Paxos it's does it with party, You actually circumvent that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So here we got something to uh, chew a little more on. And uh, have you seen the uh, uh, next question by Cynics? Uh, what have you done so far? Well, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yes. What... What has he done so far for Pivx? I'm I'm uh, reading it for the recording here. Yeah. And what was his struggle and most positive he experienced by using Pivx? Um, well, that's actually um, um, running a masternode. Um, I, I thought is is um, and uh, rebooting my wallet. I mean, I, I had had once my wallet was was couldn't go beyond the past block and and that uh, I, I don't know i had 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 weeks to overcome that uh, i don't know what that was but uh, uh so from a technological point of view i uh, um it, it wasn't always a uh, smooth uh, sailing um but um yeah what have i done for pivx um um i, I fired out a few nice tweets i guess uh, to get some interaction and engagement but uh, you know it's it's that that remains to be seen um if, if I can add value for uh, for Pivx, I hope so. Uh, I would like to, uh, but um, you know, I'm, I'm not taking a curtain call uh, already for things uh, done. Uh, that um, that will be in the future, perhaps. Wonderful, and we're all looking forward to that. Okay, more questions. We're heading towards. Yeah, we, we've passed the hour. Oh, are we? Yes, over? please. Oh. Well, no, no, no. We're not over. We're not over. <laughs> No, we well over an hour. Well, the the mention of, of like China banning Bitcoin um, made me think of a question. What Hans? What's your take on? Um, 
like international outreach where, I mean, even China is a market, right? There's a lot of crypto being traded in China despite the bans, right? But where where do you see the, the biggest opportunities? Where's the low-hanging fruit um, on the globe? That's, an, uh, that's a really interesting question. Um, I, I think privacy is... Um... Is, is, is a global phenomenon, is a global need for privacy, uh, luckily. And the, the funny thing is, it's for different reasons. Um, and I, I think that in, in China, for instance, or in Russia, the need for privacy is, uh, the, the reasons given why people want privacy uh, would not necessarily relate to us here in Western Europe or in, or in America, Canada. Um, but we still have the need for, for privacy. So what would be the, the, the low-hanging fruit? Um, I haven't, I, I, I can't really give a, um, I can't really answer that question in all honesty. I need to do a bit more, more thinking on that. I, I find it an, uh, an interesting question and a question that will, will, will nag and bug me for the next few days. Thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be interested to hear what, what your, your thoughts after you yep. percolate them. Yep. Yeah, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love the question. Thanks. Stay tuned. <laughs> Here's an another question by uh, Flow Eleven. What do you think about small airdrops for promo? Yeah, I got a bit of love and hate in all honesty with um, with, with airdrops. Um, it, 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 I find it more important. Um, I don't have an. I'm I'm not against airdrops. I think there's a time and a place for it. And as long as we can um, um, have a good reason why we do an airdrop and I, I remember one of the things I often did was with crypto communities doing do an AMA and um, at the end of the AMA uh, you know 10 questions or five questions um, got a small uh, amount of, uh, of coins um, then I think an airdrop is actually um, useful uh, but just randomly giving coins to people uh, for just you know filling in your wallet address, I think that 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 to me is 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 not something I I really get excited about or or, or a fan of. Um, if you do it in an AMA setting, uh, you can inform and educate people about PIVX and um, for you know the best questions, you actually give some PIVs. Yeah, that that yeah. that is something I I'm definitely a fan of. Yeah. And Lisa Mia uh, has been very active uh, in things about around that uh, community engagement and uh, having some small, uh, yeah, actions where where they can uh, put in I don't know a nice picture uh, that they just take in with something purple in it and earn some small amounts. That's that's uh, great, but maybe that's not the idea you had in mind, Flow Eleven. Yeah. But then the interaction, not just, you know, consume, but also give something for for their reward. That I think this is something that we would rather want to see. Uh, I don't know. That's just my idea. Yeah. Great. Involving. Jace Kitty prefers more involving kinds of airdrops. Yeah, that's. Yeah, educational series. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I really love that idea uh, about education. That that really gets my heart beating right now. Inform mm-hmm. uh, alliance. Uh, yes, uh, alliance between Pivx and BlockDX. Uh, Eric just uh, 
mentioned that to cynics in the chat. Um, have you been? Um, have you had any time to look into that, Hans? Um, no, no, not yet. Okay, then I will not ask you anything. <laughs> yeah, the current status with Block TX is really just uh, it's just a couple of thousand piv per month. I think it was three months, and when it started, the price of piv was even lower. So it's more of like, uh, and, and there's like four or five devs on the team um, that are sharing it. So it was more like in the scale of beer money. <laughs> it's more of a saying, hey, let's let's put some money on the table here because then that's going to prompt people to get involved and 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 either uh, agree or disagree with with the alliance. When when money's involved, then people tend to speak up. Uh, but uh, it's probably going to be more substantial when the proposal gets renewed um, and uh, just to, to get some traction and get going. But uh, I was kind of waiting on the new treasury rewards, which are much larger. Um, you know, that, that that was the plan. And now we're realizing it might not need that substantial support. So maybe or maybe we're somewhere in between. I don't know, but that's being worked on. So hopefully that uh, that'll uh, get firmed up in the next month or so. Goody. OK, any more questions? Let me check if we can unmute Wanzetti now? Well, the thing is, I mean, this, um, I'm, I'm sure we'll have interactions um, in the future. So this is not um, uh, now or never. It's not a now or never kind of situation. And so, mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, you can always reach out on, on, on Twitter, on Discord. Um, Hans, do you have any interviews uh, lined up already or in the works in the sales funnel that you can discuss uh, or no? Uh, funny you mentioned that. Yes, I do actually. Um, uh, I'm I'm working on the second one, but uh, the first one I had was with uh, Crypto Fib uh, Signal. He is uh, a, uh, a YouTuber and a um, has his own channel. Uh, let me give his uh, in the chat. Earlier, someone asked what you've been doing so far, and I guess you have been active already. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, not uh, that's his uh, uh, Twitter uh, uh, handle. Um, he and I uh, are setting up uh, discussing uh, an interview, and also uh, Antonio uh, Bali uh, uh, approached me uh, for uh, for an interview, um, be it for an interview for Digibyte. So I need to uh, actually persuade him that. Uh, there's something much better. There's a, there's a newer kid on the block uh, that needs attention. So yeah, um, leave leave that with me. I'll I'll try to do that um, uh, shortly. So, uh, but yeah, this this part of the things I've I've done uh, re in, in in the past for Digibyte, and I, I quite enjoy doing. Um, it, it yeah, they play half an hour to an hour. Uh, you have a chat, questions, and it it's similar like this, right? You can talk about what Pivx is, what the vision of Pivx is. Why Pivx is important, what role it can play in the ecosystem, um, and you know why it's the best thing since sliced bread, and that. Uh, mm -hmm. yes. We've we've missed having a face of Pivx for a long time. I mean, we used to have Snappy, right? But it's been he's been busy, and it's been a probably yeah. more than two years before since he's been uh, active, and um, so and you know you've got the radio voice, you got the distinguished looks. I don't know if you've got the rock climbing physique that Snappy's got, but you, I think you'll do fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I usually um, the, the, the trick head. is you just wear a t-shirt that's way too small for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that that easy? Cynix has uh, another idea here, uh, and then we're going to wrap it up. 
uh, I always like to think beyond and beyond. Sometimes it results in insane, stupid ideas, but I have another idea, a suggestion. What if PIVX would add a micro-PIVX uh, payment system? Each PIVX can be broken down into 1,000 milli-PIVX, but also made in one PIVX. The micro-PIVX would come out uh, of the current supply, but could activate something new, perhaps. At a glance, I don't really fully understand the idea, but uh, I think I have to think about that. Well, I, I think one of the, the applications you could use, of course, is, uh, is is in the metaverse. And in the metaverse, you would have uh, a lot of, um, you know, the, the role-playing games. And there, there are thousands and thousands of um, uh, micropayments going on, on on an instant and constant ba basis. Um, and if if let's say Pivx is 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 uh, you know two dollars or or a hundred dollars, you know then it it so it's breaking it down. I I definitely can see uh, the use for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Pivx already goes to like I don't know eight or twelve decimal places, right? And, and the fees are low and proportionate. So a very small amount of Pivx is going to have a, a smaller amount of fees, right? So okay, JSK clarified eight decimals. Right. Wonderful. So, is there anyone who would like to put in the last question? No. <laughs> okay. Then, uh, here's another reminder uh, to check your DMs in a few hours uh, because uh, there will be the, uh, what was it called? Door? I forgot it. Door prize. Right. Four door prizes. I think it was 25 PIV. I hope I didn't lie now. Uh, that Lisa Mick will send to uh, uh, after she found out who are the winners. And uh, yeah, so keep in touch for that. And Hans, thank you a thousand times for uh, having uh, giving us the op opportunity to ask you. And uh, thank you also everyone who joined and asked. And uh, it was nice having you all here. And all the best to you all, and have a good evening or day, wherever you are. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Next everybody. Voice. Thank Thanks. you. Next Great. voice uh, chat is in two weeks. Okay. Thanks, Hans. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks, Hans. Bye. Bye. I thought it was a nice uh, session, uh, uh, Chris. Yes. <laughs>